We all hate paying for insurance, and we certainly get nervous when we have a health inspector show up. All this week, we're talking about experts you need on your side on 10-Minute Food Truck Training. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, my name is Bill Moore, founder of FoodTruckTraining.Group, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. This is Partner Week, and we're discussing all the different people that a food truck needs to have on speed dial. Today, we focus on insurance and inspectors. So let's start with an independent insurance agent. They're extremely useful in helping you to get the kind of insurance that you're going to need. What you need to understand is insurance companies have a different goal in mind than you do. An insurance company wants to sell you the most amount of insurance they possibly can that you are unlikely to file a claim against, whereas your goal is to get the bare minimum insurance that you possibly can that you're very likely to need in the future and file a claim against. So you have two competing goals, but having an insurance agent on your side, at least they can help explain the details, what's covered, what's not covered. And we're going to talk about some of those things today as they pertain to a food truck. In general, when you're talking to an insurance agent, you need to think about several different coverages. And those are not very well explained, so I'm going to try to explain them. You will need coverage for the actual shell of the vehicle, whether it be a truck that's towing a trailer, or a truck that's towing a hot dog cart, or a physical truck that has the kitchen built in the back bed. All of those need to be insured on a commercial policy so you can drive on the road, and if you crash into somebody, you're covered. A personal vehicle cannot tow a commercial business, get into a wreck, and have the personal policy pay. doesn't work that way. So your personal vehicle cannot tow your commercial business if you want insurance coverage. So commercial policy on the tow vehicle, commercial policy on the trailer part. So when you drive, get into a wreck, that insurance will pay. But if the wreck is massive enough that you have damaged the interior equipment of the trailer, you've torn up your stove, you broke one of the fryers, the griddle is now cracked, you knocked the hood off the ceiling, those things aren't covered because you need commercial property insurance to cover those. So there's a difference. Commercial vehicle insurance covers the shell of the trailer, covers the vehicle that's towing it, and that's it. So to cover the interior stuff, all the food, all the equipment, you need a commercial property policy. So you got two policies working already, but you want that comprehensive coverage because when you're parked and someone backs into you, clearly that's not you being liable, and if they don't have insurance, you would be out. But having that coverage comprehensive insurance then you're covered and then it would be up to your insurance company to go after the person that did not have insurance and sue them but there's even more insurance you need so we've got the commercial vehicle we've got the commercial property and now we need to get some liability in there because if you make somebody sick you need liability insurance but liability insurance only covers your guests So if they eat some of your food and they get sick, that insurance covers that. If they walk around and trip over the tongue of your trailer, liability insurance covers that. But your employees, on the other hand, they need workers' compensation insurance. Because if they get hurt on the job, 
your liability insurance does not cover that. That's what workers' compensation does. So now you got to have that insurance as well. So now we're up to four insurances you need. And there's even more choices out there. And some of these, most vendors just don't know about. So we talked about the four that you need that cover employees, cover guests, that cover the cooking equipment, your inventory, and then that cover the shell of the vehicle that's driving. You can also get what's called business income from dependent properties insurance. And what that is, is let's say you're a sandwich shop that uses one particular bread that's manufactured by one bakery in your town, and that's the only bread you use. If for some reason they are unable to deliver to you, that's when that insurance would kick in and help recover some of the lost income, because now your core product cannot be delivered to you. So obviously you're not in business now. Insurance would cover that because when an employee feels like their legal rights have been violated, that would include things like harassment, discrimination, wrongful termination, and any other kind of issue that they can, can try to blame on you that's not then slipping and falling. So that insurance is available to you. There's also equipment breakdown coverage. Since your business is 100% relying on certain pieces of equipment to even be able to cook, if those things break down, this insurance kicks in to help you replace or repair them, and it might help with some of the lost income. So that's called equipment breakdown coverage. A lot of businesses don't know that's even available. And then there's also food contamination coverage, which is different than you making somebody sick. This is if your food truck is forced to close by the health inspector or some other government authority, and it covers the lost income and other costs like replacing the contaminated food, cleaning all the equipment, and maybe even help you advertise to get you back open and get your reputation restored. So that's called, again, food contamination coverage. There's one more insurance that's also available under different names, but it's basically called income stabilization. And what that does is if you vend a lot of events like county fairs and that type of thing, it's an insurance that helps protect you if after you've paid those, you know, two and three and four and five thousand dollar entry fees to get into the event and the event has to close because of some weather events. So that helps to pay you for the lost income. So that's another option for insurance. And this is why you need an insurance agent to help you get through those questions. So when you go to shop for insurance, I really strongly urge you to get at least three quotes and then talk to the insurance agents about exactly what you need, at least the four that we talked about for sure, and any of the other additional ones that I'm willing to bet most y'all never even heard of being available. One thing I want to say is when you go on to the food groups and ask about what's the best insurance, you'll get a handful of people that will say FLIP. And FLIP stands for Food Liability Insurance Program. And they'll say it's awesome, it's $2.99, and they cover you. And what they leave out is $2.99 is only effective if you do less than $50,000 a year in sales. So if you plan on doing more than that, $2.99 won't cover you. And if you think you can lie about your sales and get away with it, I can tell you right now that won't work either because an insurance adjuster will look for reasons not to pay claims. And if he thinks for one second that you have lied about your potential income, and they can figure that out just from the amount of food you have on, on site, then you're going to have a problem if you have to try to file that kind of claim. The other thing that they don't tell you when they recommend this $2.99 flip is it only covers $10,000. So if you take your trailer and you go zooming down the highway and you flip that trailer and total it and it costs you more than $10,000, the most you can get out of that would be $10,000. So again, get that agent, ask them a whole bunch of what-if questions and give them all different kind of scenarios and then make sure that what they explain to you verbally is in the contract written. 
And this is also another reason why you need a lawyer. Take the contract to the lawyer to make sure that it's going to cover you the way you need to be covered. So now let's talk about our best friend in the whole world, and that's going to be the food inspector. Food inspectors, they're not the bad guy. I've been inspected so many times over the years. There's been times because I've run multiple restaurants, I've been inspected three times in the same day. It's just not a big deal. They're a person doing a job. They're not the bad guy. They're not trying to rip you off and close you down and hurt your business. My very first time having an inspector in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, I'd just recently moved to the area and I'd taken over a Shoney's that Needed a little bit of help, but not much, just a little bit. So I'd been there maybe two, three months. So this guy walks in, and I'm up at the front, so I greet him like he's a customer. I have no idea who he is. And say, hi, welcome to Shoney's. Is just one in your party today? And he says, yes, just one. I just closed down the Chinese buffet, and I'm here to see if I'm going to do the same to you. Well, I thought he was just joking and saying he closed the Chinese buffet because he ate all their food. So I figured he was going to come to the Shoney's salad bar and eat all of our food. Just thought he was being funny, but he wasn't. Then he pulled out his business card and his little credential packet and showed me he was the health inspector. He said, I'm here to do your health inspection. I need about 20 minutes of your time. I said, no problem. So you really closed down the Chinese buffet? He said, yes, I did. I said, let me guess. They had live roaches. They probably had some uh, rodent droppings everywhere. Now I bet there was a couple things that were out of temperature on their salad bar, on their hot bar. And I bet there's probably some expired stuff in the cooler. He said, yeah, every bit of that. Am I going to find that here? And I said, nope, you're not going to find anything wrong. He said, we'll see. And he goes off about his inspection. He comes back about 20 minutes later. He said, let's go talk. So we go sit off in one of the corner tables. And he proceeds to go over what he found on his inspection, which was exactly one thing. The dumpster door, somebody had propped open the lid to throw in a bunch of trash, and they didn't close the lid, which is annoying, but they did it. So he took off a couple of points for that, whatever it was, one or two points. I don't remember now. I said, see, I told you. He said, yeah, I know. You actually did pretty good. So his whole demeanor changed. And he said, you've been doing this a while, haven't you? And then we had a whole conversation about the food business and where all I had worked. He ended up inspecting me about a hundred times over the next 16 years. It got to be the point when he came in to do an inspection that mainly he was walking around putting a thermometer and a couple of things to fill out the checklist to say that he temped different things. And then we were just talking, talking about basketball. We were talking about the weather, talking about a hurricane that hit. Whatever was going on, we were talking about it. So your inspectors can be your friends. They're a resource. When you have an inspection and you disagree with something, that's okay. Use it as a point to be educated. You could be misunderstanding what the rule is written. Just ask them, hey, I don't understand this. Why is this marked off? After he gives the explanation, if you still disagree, say, I'm still really confused. Can I see, and then ask for one of these two documents, the guidance or ask for the interpretation memos. So there's a guidance memo or an interpretation memo, and they could be manuals. In either case, it is a written document that the state-level health department puts together to help keep their inspectors kind of on the same page, so that they're inspecting the same way from city to city, county to county. And it explains the reasoning behind certain rules, especially the newer rules, and why they interpret them the way they do. And if he can show you those, then you can read together and say, oh, oh yeah, he's right, I understand now. Or you can say, no, that's not exactly what this says. You think we could re-examine that point you took off. You're not crossing your arms and puffing your chest out and acting like you're he-man and saying, this is wrong. Because that's not going to get you anywhere. Remember, at the end of the day, he's a guy doing a job. And he wants to do the job well so he can get promoted and continue to make whatever benefits the government's offering. And he can go home at the end of the night and be happy with his family. 
It's the same things you want to do. So there's no point in arguing. You want to learn. And if he's mistaken, then you can help to point out that mistake when you're looking at the stuff that tells him how he's supposed to do his job. But I can promise you that if you have a cross attitude with an inspector, that will come back to bite you at some point. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about maintenance programs, repairmen, and finding a mentor. If you're enjoying our chats, please support the podcast by clicking that support button and giving a monthly donation. If your budget only calls for a one-time donation, that's fine. There'll be a link in the description for that as well. Either way, it means the world to me that you guys show support. Do you like being around like-minded positive people? Well, we've got a group on Facebook. It's called Food Truck Training, and there's a whole bunch of helpful people in there that'll help you get your business going the way it needs to be going. The link will be in the description if you would like to join. Thank you guys so much for listening, and stay profitable, my friends.